and welcome to Alter to the Muse. I'm Josh. And I'm Angie. And this episode is called The Inner Critic. So you know that moment when you start a new project and you're kind of really excited at the at the big onset there and you've got all these ideas and visions for what it's going to be like and then you get in I don't know if you're reading a book it'd be like five pages in or three pages yeah. <laughs> not even very far in and then all of a sudden you're like this is a piece of crap yeah. <laughs> what am I doing this is this is sucks and it's not going to do that great thing I thought it was going to do and maybe I shouldn't do it anyways <laughs> Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, the that first moment when you like, that's a great idea, and you're and you're in it, and you do use a ton of energy, really early on. And you're this is this happens actually not just in like artists, but this happens in all kinds of settings where where someone will have like this really like like a lot of they'll have this great idea and then they'll have the, a lot of energy behind it. And then it gets to the point where it becomes like, there's a, there's a point where, where it isn't, it, there's a hard part where it doesn't quite flow or it's not quite working. And you, and then you're looking at it and you like go, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. <laughs> this, and you do, you say, you literally look at yourself and you, and you might say, this sucks. And then if you keep doing the thing it, and you can't solve it, the word this sucks changes to, I suck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no good at this. Why do I bother? I should do something else with my time. Exactly. And it's going to happen, like, because what we want to, the point of this whole episode is to say, hey, it's going to happen, and it's a part of the process. Yeah. I, so, I, lately, I've been making little, like, 30-second reels, is what they're called on Instagram, where I, I play a classical guitar piece, and I only have to play 30 seconds of it well. I don't have to play the whole piece well. I just have to play 30 seconds. And there'll be times where I'll be playing and I'll be recording and I'll, you know, hit a buzzing note or make, you know, something. The classical guitar is unforgivable. Like it, there's no, the, 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 the amount of, um, the amount of extraneous noises that can creep into playing is, is unbelievable. And, and I'll be, I'll be playing along and, and I'll hit stop 15 seconds in. I like, Ah, do it again. Ah, do it again. And then after a while, I'm like, God, I suck. <laughs> but I know at the end of it, if I just persevere, I can get 30 seconds. I can play the whole piece, frankly. You know, if I'm really on without any messes. But convincing yourself of that <laughs> is a lot of hard work. Yeah, well, and it, it's that part, right? It's it's where it gets hard, that's when the critic shows up the most. And you said this earlier too, right? Like when we meet our blocks, it's usually when it gets a little tougher, right? It, the simplicity, the ease of it isn't really happening. And now we have to work a little harder. And that's that moment where the critic goes, oh, I can't do this. It's like working out or, you know, using your body in some way and it gets painful, like it's sore, right? Your muscles get sore yeah. and and you're like, oh, 
I'm too weak. I can't do this. <laughs> I got to give up, right? But in a way, it's it's similar to that process. That's the moment where you maybe you have to stop, step back, take a rest. I'll tell you what. This happens to me in almost every single art piece I make. Almost every single one where I'm excited, I got this plan, I start working on it and then I'm like I just this sucks. I can't get anywhere with it. It's not flowing. Um, I should have done it a different way. And I'm like, I'm just going to put it away. And I just let it go. And that's why I have a hundred different projects going once. And I go work on something else. And inevitably, the next day or maybe the next week when I come back to it, suddenly I see it differently and it doesn't suck anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing changed. I just didn't work on it. I didn't touch it. But then, like, it looks better. And it's. I'm really thinking of a particular piece that I made in the Moonlit Stillness. And it's a piece on my website, and I remember very vividly working on this piece um, as I'd just gotten back to doing my paper-making hangings, which I hadn't done in a, in a while because you know, we had moved and I just hadn't made time to make paper. And, and I was really struggling with this piece. I actually it was one of those pieces where I had a painted layer, and I kind of got rid of that entire layer and put another entire image on top of it. And I kind of got to a place where I didn't mind it, and there were some some uh, crows, lots of crows in this piece, and I made little scrolls. And there was this moment, of course, where I thought it was just awful, like a visceral moment where I was like, this is awful. But I did the thing where I waited and I came back and actually finished it and like, oh, I don't mind this piece. And I just had the show at the library in Randolph and it's the one piece that's sold so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And... You know, and I remember like thinking, oh, I got into this really awful place with that piece where I questioned myself and I questioned the the work and look what happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, that happens over and over and over again, but you have to persevere through it. Yeah. Right. And so that inner critic is telling you this sucks and then it, then it convinces you that you suck. And so somewhere along the line, you can you you either have to say no i don't suck i just have to figure out how to get through this and depending on how hard it is to get through it what what you've got to do in your in your case that you're talking about where you just were able to take a break and then come back to it you know sometimes it's time yeah is what you need i find that to be the case a lot is that i just when so this is what i want to like let people know is like when that happens you've got to recognize it and be like oh look that's the critic yeah. in, that lives in my head that wants to tell me i suck and i see it like i see you i see you <laughs> there right and in that moment you give it a little space it doesn't mean you feel any better about anything but if you can notice it give it some space and step back put the piece right. away for a minute go outside i don't know whatever it is you need to do but come back like you yeah. have to come back to it. Nine times out of ten, maybe eight times out of ten, <laughs> you find a way forward. Yeah, and sometimes, and I'm not gonna. This isn't rosy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be the 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 downer person. In Go this. for it. <laughs> so sometimes it goes from this sucks, you suck, but it also goes to you're not qualified mm -hmm. to be doing this. What on earth makes you think that you should even 
be allowed to put this stuff right. out there. That that does fit under the category of you suck or I suck. It does. It does. <laughs> it's another it's, aspect it of is. it. It is. It's another aspect of it. And it's not just that, 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 that it's like you suck, but you're not even you're not, you shouldn't even be allowed in the ballpark to right. play the game. Like, like it, you know, the, the people, you know, they'll, they'll often do that. They'll, you know, they're, they're like a, a, a famous sports team or whatever will be having a, a horrible year. And they'll be like, oh, they suck. Like the whole team sucks. It's like, no, actually, probably everybody on that team is significantly better at baseball than like everybody sitting in the audience. Right. Right. But they're just not winning. Right. And, you know, I really think that is an aspect of the culture that we live in. I think it's an aspect of capitalism. I think it's an aspect of white supremacy culture. That this idea that it has to be perfect and only certain people can do the good things. And if you don't meet the qualifications of what a, that person is, whether it's the color of your skin or the place you went to school or right. the person that you know, like if right. you don't meet check those boxes off, then you're not good enough. And I just feel like that runs like subtly in the background of everything. Yeah. And so that's why it's so important to notice when that rises, mm -hmm. arises yeah. and be like, screw you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I may not be as qualified or whatever, but I can still do this. Yeah. And that's and so then it then it it's like it's like giving that that inner critic that inner that inner naysayer you know the proverbial middle finger <laughs> and you know and just being like like you know what I'm doing this not you shut up that's right <laughs> you know and well and sometimes though you know this is another so I mean that's one way to be yeah like, that's one way to do it <laughs> shut up right I don't want to <laughs> listen to you the other way is like. You're so confused. I'm so sorry. But that's not how we're going to do this today. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's another way to do it. That's like the kinder, gentler way, <laughs> you know. Um, but that that's there, you know. But working through it, you know, maybe you have to develop a new skill. Maybe you have to learn a new technique. Maybe you have to, you know, look at something another way. And, um, and so those roadblocks... You know, some even with all of the, the the inner critic that starts to run whenever you hit anything difficult, those roadblocks are opportunities as well because they're places where you grow. And and if you can turn that inner critic to an inner mentor, right? I think that's the word you were yeah. using earlier. Right. Right. Like because some people will argue that that inner critic, that critical voice is helpful. Like that's how it keeps me on my game. That's how it helps me identify my weaknesses and figure out my spots I need to improve, right? So that could be one way of viewing this inner critic. But I question whether that's helpful all the time and in the long run, right? And because like, you gotta realize where this critic is coming from, right? And and is it coming to help you get better or is it coming to push you down? Right, right. How, like, I know for a fact that if I work from a place of love and compassion and caring and um, support and encouragement that my students, whether they're right. in school, whether they're my children, whether they're a private student, they will flourish. But if I come from a place of you suck, you need to practice more. <laughs> that nothing is going to shut them down faster. Right. Like right. it takes a special kind of person to be able to overcome the constant you suck, you need to practice more um, mantra that our culture 
puts out, mm-hmm. you know, and what and and that and that and that and that can happen when a teacher or a, a director or something doesn't maybe thinks that you're not trying your best, you know, and just wants to beat you down. Yeah, no, I agree with you. That's that's not how I approach teaching either. I always think how is this working? What's going well, right? When I'm in a teaching situation, yeah. when, I'm, when I'm helping, when I'm being the mentor, mm-hmm. when I'm being the outer mentor, right. let's see what's working well. And then from the base of what's working well, there's always room for, I guess you could call it improvement. I'm not even sure if that's a good word, but, you know, because we're growing. I believe in evolution. I believe things are evolving and changing and shifting, and I want to kind of move in a in a flow and a rhythm. So my desire is to to let things flow with more ease, more grace, more wisdom. And so if we can come from that space, yeah. then you're not criticizing yourself. You're mentoring yourself. You're, you're yeah. moving from mentoring in a space of wisdom. Yeah, and so that's, I know, I know for myself, when that, that little voice comes on in my head that starts to whisper, you know, the, the horrible things, um, is that, is that I, I make a, make a thing to, in myself and I'll be like, okay, but it, I'm a teacher and this is a, we use this in school all the time. This is a teachable moment. <laughs> and I'm, and, and right now the self-talk is really negative. Mm-hmm. So how do I turn that around? What's the self-talk that I can do to get me out of that? Right. And, and you, and and then in starting to engage in that and saying, saying, yeah, okay, I'm having trouble with these, with this chord change or something. You know, I'm, I keep, I keep, you know, making this buzzy note every time I play this chord. And it's like, okay, well, what I've got there is information. That information is, you know, maybe I'm not pushing down hard enough on the strings in that moment. Maybe I'm not placing my hand exactly correct. And I need to really isolate it. And I need to work on it for a little bit. I call that whenever I need to do that with my students, you know, when they're like, oh, I'm having trouble changing from this chord to this chord. I'm like, well, you just got to do some yoga asana for your fingers and repeat those chords, go back and forth and really examine the movements and then try to do those movements consistently. And over time, eventually, that will become second nature. And then you'll look back and you'll go, why was that ever hard? And what the that that that's the teaching mm-hmm. that the trouble allowed you to have. Right, right. So you gotta view the the hard spaces that you're gonna brush up against as teachable moments, right? Yeah. And and ask yourself if your self talk, like you were saying, is it helping you or is it harming you? Right. Like is it helping this process? Is it helping you evolve? Or is it shutting you down? Yeah. And using your discernment, I love the word discernment. I can apply it to like everything. And to me, it really means just like looking at the situation, seeing what's there without like imposing your opinion on it. Just like what's the, what's going on here on the surface and yep. underneath it. And, and how do I move forward? Yeah. Right. And I'm not applying judgment and I'm not like sh- pushing myself down or, or criticizing somebody else. I just want to find the best way forward. Yeah. And, and, you know, and the, and, and you're not always going to get outer support and outer praise and outer recognition, you know, and part of being 
unattached to the outcome of the work you do um, is that that's that's a whole other you know animal right. right but if you can give yourself the the I made it through this I finished something that to me that's that's the that's the upside of the whole thing it's like this sort of like spiral down that happens when you when you hit the the this is a great idea and then it turns into you know this sucks you know I suck um I'm not worthy you work through that and then it you start seeing a way out a way to repair a way to fix a way to get through it and then you start then you might be start thinking oh this isn't so bad right and i think if you go through this process often enough it gets a little simpler in that it's not that you won't bump up against that because i think it'll always kind of come up but you'll recognize it for what it is so instead of sinking all the way to i'm not worthy right <laughs> right maybe you'll be like okay this sucks but I can get through it, right? And yeah. you don't start to like put yourself down about it. Uh, and to be honest, I, I think I approached every single math and science homework assignment I ever had with those exact words that you get going, maybe you do the first couple and then it got hard and it's like, this sucks, I <laughs> suck, but I can get through it because I've only got to do the odds on this page. And if I can just persevere for the next 40 minutes, that I'll be done and I can play guitar. And I think that that was pretty much how I survived high school. Um, <laughs> you know, it was, was kind of that way. Um, you know, and, and I'm not, that's not an argument for homework, everybody. Um, I don't, I don't think that, uh, I don't think that that was necessarily what my teachers were hoping would happen. Um, I don't think that was the intention of the lessons. I, I'm going to assign this so that they'll be like, this sucks, but I'm just going to get it done. Right. And I don't think any teacher <laughs> wants that, but I'm going to tell you well, that that's unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately what happens a lot of the time. And um, so, but if you can, if you can, if you can shut that critic off and turn it into a mentor for yourself, is a positive force, then, um, then those great ideas that you have, you know, you work your way through it. You may not feel as great about it as when you first started. Probably. You know, that end yeah. product <laughs> might, it, it's gonna, it might be, well, you thought it was a 10, you might end up at an eight, right. you know, or something like that. But you end up and you're feeling pretty good. You're like, I got it done. It's actually pretty good. You know, you might go, well, the bottom left corner is not quite right, but it's it's as good as I can do right, right now. now. Yeah, and then you just move on, face another day, and try again. You make another operating system. Put out another. <laughs> Get another update for your you know, iPhone. For, that's right. You know, and and version eight point seven. You know, <laughs> and um, and eventually it will. Eventually, over time, the more you do it, the more that inner voice that that you know tells you you're not qualified it's it does get quieter yeah yeah like i said it's not going to go away but it'll be in perspective you'll have it in perspective yeah. and then some days are better than others still right oh gosh like, yes but i think you just have to be able to label it and be like i see you yeah. i see what you're trying to do here <laughs> i mean i know i mean i know that, that that there are times you know i wake up in the morning like i am not qualified to teach kids why am i doing this you know like that kind of thing and i was like no i'm very qualified i'm actually really good at what i do but right. you you still have that it's hard and you got to work through it and you yeah know? exactly exactly 
So, so we want to hear from you. Does this happen to you? Yeah. <laughs> when it happens, uh, you know, what do you do? How does it show up? Is it useful to you? How do you put it in perspective? Let us know. Uh, we'd love to to help expand our, our understanding about this inner critic. All right, we'll let it go at that. <laughs> Thank you. You have been listening to Alter to the Muse podcast, a production of Jai Studios, LLC. Visit us at altertothemuse.com for more.